I guess yeah, we'll do we'll just we'll just, just I'll do a general one. I'll do a general one for now. Locking everything in here. Nothing can leave until we can sort this out kind of thing. But you hear him say a few words under his breath as you guys are kind of moving. And then he raises his hand out in front of him. His whole hand glows. And then there's just this pulse of energy that you feel just sweep out from him. You can't see it, but you can feel it as it ripples through you and just kind of goes through the entire place. Some of the books on the shelves like shake, pages kind of blow. It's almost like it's like a wind blowing through the place. And then everybody can kind of feel like something just happened. <sighs> all right, that should keep it in here for the time being. But we're also in here for the time being. At least until it finds another way to get out. Good job, Hawthorne. Hopefully we can catch up to it. This is wildly unprofessional. This would never, ever happen at the Sweeper headquarters. Considering you just said that out loud, I have a feeling that it certainly can now. And not only that, but you were asked to come here and this happened. I mean, it could be that you guys are already infiltrated. Woman doing math meme. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, they told me to come here. They told me to look for that. But if they're already infiltrated, they would have sent me. What? <laughs> Maybe they don't have full access. Don't think about it too hard. Miss, Miss Dex, just roll me a straight plus sharp. Sharp. As you are panic galaxy braining. Oh god. A uh, nine. You remember in the past couple of days, there's been a lot of hubbub about like some unexpected new information popping up. Someone came in and brought information. You haven't been able to get a lot of details on what. But it's been a lot, and so they've been trying to verify the accuracy of this information they're being given and sometimes as they're doing that they have to go to other sources if they don't have a lot on a particular topic and I don't think you can think of a single reason why you would have a lot of information on the fall of the Tower of Babel that's weirdly specific I will say also does since around that started you haven't seen or heard from Enoch in a while oh no okay what okay. Something's well. going on. Uh, something's definitely going on. I will reiterate. Someone came in and brought information, not someone was, like, forcibly kidnapped against their will yeah. and was being interrogated, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just your, oh, no, I felt like I needed to clarify yeah. Enoch is okay. Or at yeah. least that's what you've been told. <laughs> I don't know if you've been directly told much because no. they're still trying to piece things together but you've heard people talking because it's there's been some files that needed to be updated on things and they're still like you still see this one dude having to run back and forth to keep updating yeah but the Tower of Babel thing hasn't gotten to me it's just the, I just know the story and I'm just like Tower Babel. There is definitely something going on here, and it's definitely tied to everything else. This is great. Let's knock this thing out. Oh, you want to question it? Fantastic. That sounds like a wonderful idea. Kind of wish Enoch were here. He could just flatten it. How do you question a pancake? Oh, you don't. I thought we were questioning. <laughs> Never mind. Also, Enoch trying to fit between shelves. Yeah, this wouldn't have worked. <laughs> Enix probably out on a date or something. Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah. 
Olive Garden. You too? Oh my god, he made me go with him to Olive Garden too. No, she is the <laughs> one that suggested it. She gets Netflix and chill. Even though this is a super serious moment and I'm very angry, when he's like, oh, we went to Olive Garden, I'm like, snort, like, <laughs> <laughs> It's great. So, I think we just follow Langley. Do y'all make a plan? Share any information uh, with Langley? I mean, I don't know if Langley needs to know everything, but... Well, I see you have a sword, and you have some things that can fire. I have a sword as well. We have plenty of cold iron. Yes. Here's the one thing we need to be prepared for. Langley, you, you, maybe you and I could do this together before we go into this. We need to protect our minds. Oh. That thing can make us see or think whatever it wants. I mean, when I saw them, they introduced themselves, and then I knew who they were somehow, but... Now I realize that it it was a memory implanted in my mind. More of a memory tweaked. What if we all hold hands? I mean, or we could use magic, magic to fortify our minds. Well, I'm also thinking if we can all hold hands in case it tries to impersonate one of us. So we know that the, the real one is who they say they are because, hello, we've been together. But if we hold our hands and it infiltrates our mind and implants a different memory, then we still have to worry about it maybe making us think that it's been with us this whole time and that we're all friends. Hmm. Standard anti-fay procedures. Everyone turn one article of clothing inside out. Oh, this is a reversible jacket. <laughs> I take my sword and I cut my hand. Oh, don't. You don't. Okay. No, no if it's cold iron, if, we're, if any of us are fay. This should hurt a lot more than normal. You don't have to do the hand. Well, you just poke like, the finger, whatever. Literally poke the anywhere finger. else. Is this the thing now? Are we in Antarctica? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice reference. I like that. Poor dog. If Langley puts out the hand, I'll, I'll, I'll pinprick your hand. You hear one of the archives cats yowling about something <laughs> in the distance. Yeah. If, if Langley, I'll, if you have your hand out, I'll... I'll Prick one of your fingers with, with my blade. Well, normally I shake hands when I meet someone, but this works. <laughs> <laughs> Prick! <laughs> hmm. I've had worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like... Pinprick. Pinprick. Yeah, sure. Alright, so we know right now that all of us are us. Yes. Or so you think. So we think. Way to get in our heads. I'm, I'm going to stop that. I'm going to stop that. I'm not going to be my Call of Cthulhu DM. I'm not. So I could try to fortify our minds or we could just hold hands. What do you guys want to do? I oh, know fortifying minds sounds like it might be a little more effective, but you know, holding hands is <laughs> a thing. And the article of clothing inside out. I mean, yeah. That's part of folklore for a reason. Why try one thing when you can try them all? Yeah. Yeah, and plus exactly. it also helps us know that we are who we are as well with our clothes inside out. So I will flip my jacket inside out. I flip my jacket. It's really uncomfortable. I flip my jacket too. Mine's designed you, you just for like... this specific, <laughs> specific <laughs> issue. <laughs> they will flip their, their suit jacket inside out, and this nice, dark, demure tweed jacket has... It's like a book print lining on the inside. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's great. Also, 
when I swapped my jacket, it's very, very close fitting. I am definitely wearing like armor, <laughs> like a bulletproof vest. Good for you. Nice. You can never be too careful. Okay. I rolled a total of a nine, which means there is a glitch. I think I'd like to do a short duration, like maybe it won't last as long. So like we only have a limited time to do it kind of thing. Okay, I'm gonna roll a d6 to see how many minutes it's gonna last. Oh. Yeah. Actually, it'll be nice to roll two d6. Give you a little bit more time. <laughs> oh, and then the dice. So you have six minutes. Oh. I don't know how long this will work because we're moving so fast and I don't have time to properly put the incantations in. I don't know how long it'll last. So it, we may have a few minutes, we may have an hour. Let's just. Use what we have. Good work, Hawthorne. Let's just... Even though you tell us, I don't think I would know that. I think it would just be one of those things where it's you like... You can feel it's kind of wiggly. Yeah. It's the moment if I could have done better, but we're running. I imagine you're chasing after um, where the yeah. yowling noise is coming from. Because you figure, like, Faye upset the cat. <laughs> <laughs> They're very sensitive oh. to other creatures. I love that the archive has library cats. <laughs> I was, yeah, I think the cats are there as, like, guardians, in a sense. Like, yeah. when, when something is in there it's not supposed to be, they, like, kind of, like, signal. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there, but they know. Oh, yeah, they can sense it. So whenever the cat's like just that. staring past you? Even if you have allergy to cats, these ones don't affect you for some reason. They're, they're immune to it. Like, or you're immune to the allergies around That's them. That's what the wizards like are that. for. Yeah, that's what wizards are for. There's also such thing as hypoallergenic cats. Yeah. Speaking of cats that stare right through you, you come around the corner and you see the cat that is yowling and it is staring directly past all of you. Roll to act under pressure. Oh, yeah, here we go. Act under pressure. Nice. So it's just a straight roll, which is a nine. Okay. I got a 12. I was hoping I'd have like a outcome for choice or price to pay. Uh, I got four. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I'm on fire tonight. Yeah, I got a 12. So like, I just immediately spin on my heel and turn around and like ready to fight this thing if it's going to be aggressive. And as part of your motion as you're spinning around you just move out of the way effortlessly as it is hucking books at you alright hard choice you either take the hit or you damage a book that has information you need in it I'll take a hit easily cracks me in the face and catch the book yeah Ah. it just Spine of the book, bridge of your nose, you catch it, it breaks your nose, Ooh. you get one point of harm. Ow! I don't think I say that. There's probably a few choice words that I would be saying. <laughs> <laughs> Just swearing going on in the background. I think I found one of the books we need. Oh. <laughs> you hear me pop my nose back into place. <laughs> oh. I think that's what actually caused the harm. It wasn't the break. It was me snapping it back into place. Oh, that made it worse. <laughs> it was like, oh, no, that, that was incorrect. Oh. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out 
What the hard way this gonna be? Yeah, well, you do that. I'm gonna take a few seconds to shut the cat out of the archive. (laughs) (laughs) Shoo the cat away. (laughs) My first thing would be to try to banish it, but there's just... We, we can't get rid of it with this information because it can still pass it on to somebody else. Exactly. Yeah, we have to catch it. You don't know where it's supposed to be taking the memories, and that could be useful information, but Langley, you get clumped right in the back of the head with the book. And that book also had some magic going with it. Oh. So, it's like your brain blue screens. You just, you can't think. That might wear off at some point. But for now, you just can't think. Alaric, you see Langley get pegged in the back of the head hard. They stagger forward a couple of steps and then just stand still, blank glazed eyes. But Mrs. Stax, you are currently staring at this fey entity and it's kind of this amorphous like cloud of smoke. There's a face that comes out of it. Let me out. Yeah, that's going to be a no. And from my boot, I pull out my knife, which, not exactly cold iron, but it is still steel, which they still, any kind of strong metal like that, they don't like. And I know Mm -hmm. this isn't going to stop it, but I want to hurt it or slow it down or do anything, so I'm just, like, chucking this knife at it. So I'm going to roll to kick some ass. Do it. Uh, not great. Uh-oh. That's a six. <laughs> Do you damage a book? <gasps> so... <laughs> Langley. <laughs> as you throw the knife, this creature moves effortlessly out of the way, and you find yourself remembering something you don't want to remember. Tell us about a moment when Mrs. Stacks failed. Is it getting through my defenses? Oh, no. Oh. Oh, yeah. There's just, like, I'm immediately younger, much younger, out in the rain on, like, a farm. And the farmhouse is behind me, and it's on fire. And the sky is just dark. And I'm just alone in the rain. And on the horizon, you see something like very big getting away. The silhouette of it. And it was just my first mission where I went in on a hunch. And I was right, but I was wildly unprepared. And the creature kind of went on a rampage because I, I made it very mad. So, since Alaric's words are up, you see a flash of the burning barn as the dark sky is pouring the rain and you are alone, and then it just snaps away. It didn't break it, but it did start to break through a little bit, and I'll say you take a point of harm. Emotional damage. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, yeah. Or psychic. Yeah, psychic damage. I kind of, I shake my head. And I'm like, Hawthorne, you were right. It's trying to get in our heads. And I'm going to lunge with my sword at it. Roll to kick some ass. (laughs) 
I usually rely on my magic, so I, I want to see how this works out. Let's see here. Take some E. Yes. Where's it at? I'm trying. Yeah, there you go. Tough. Which my tough is plus zero. <laughs> but it's all right. I still rolled a nine. Man, these dice are loving the nine. I got a six and a three. So there's consequences. Yeah, you both do damage as intended. You are able to. How much harm does your sword do? Uh, heirloom sword, two harm. I don't know if it does more since it's, you know, like cold iron, iron and steel kind of thing. I would assume this would probably be cold iron. It would make sense for wizards to have something like that as their blades, I would think. Yeah, with the amount of magical things that um, do not like iron, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if it does more, but it does base too. So you slash through this thing. It screams, and you have the moment of, what was a time when one of Alaric's spells went wrong and someone got hurt because of it? Kind of thinking back earlier when we were talking about when he was reckless in his teens. Somebody, like a another wizard, had kind of made him angry, and it wasn't like he was trying to, like, seriously harm him, but he was trying to put down, like, temporary curse just to make the guy have some bad luck and what happened was this rival wizard who was much more experienced was kind of already prepared and it rebounded and it ended up landing on an innocent person and they actually got seriously injured and I think that is what flickers in his mind for a minute because you also take a point of harm and panic over to Langley. Langley, roll me plus sharp. Come on, Langley, you got Come this. Come on, Langley. Come on, dice. Don't do that again. It did it again. It's a five I this time. <laughs> it's just a one and a two again. Oh, man. Change those dice. <laughs> I should. That's what I, they don't like you today. That's what I get for using my Baba Yaga dice, I guess. <laughs> mm. Yeah. And they curse you. Something in your mind is starting to change it. Because there have been times, at least once in your tenure here, when someone broke into the archives. That memory is being shifted around and the faces are being overlaid. And you are slowly coming to... And... When you eventually turn around, you will see the two intruders standing behind you. <laughs> but y'all don't know that yet. As you see this face, let me out. I need another act under pressure roll. No. <laughs> For Alaric and Stax. Nope. Nope. Ooh, much better. That will be an 11 this time. Okay. Double sixes for me, plus cool Ooh. is a 14. Look at you. <laughs> Give me some of your luck. Look at you. Not your literal luck, but your your, your Not... metaphorical luck. <laughs> yeah. No, that sweeper training kicks in, and it's like a steel trap up here. You see this creature sends out another wave of magic that you know is going to hurt. Valerick, you just... How do you avoid getting hit by this? I literally throw up a field of, of my own magical energy in front of me just to kind of boom as it hits and rips around me and does not 
come close to touching me. It's like, nope, I've known this trick since I was five. Oh, yeah. And I'm pissed because they made me relive something I didn't want to think about. So and he's just angry as he's looking at this thing. Yeah, weaponized memories, it's fun. So, Mrs. Stax, do you want to do it to perfection or do you want to do something a little extra? Ooh. Since you've rolled really freaking well. I was going to say, I see this coming. My training kicks in. I do like a sick flip out of the range. And I want there to be like one of those book trolleys, like the metal ones. And I want to like flip and roll behind it. And then with like all of my strength, push it really hard into the fae. Okay. And it's metal. <laughs> it's metal. It has random magic books on it, so. so Ooh, that could be cool. You do this and you just hear a ow. <laughs> we look up, it's Langley. Ow. <laughs> no, no. Sorry, Langley. No, it's not Langley. Um, <laughs> Alaric, you see that the swirling mass just kind of like flickers for a little bit and you can see the thing, like the actual creature just got slammed into by this trolley cart. So you see where it is and you see a bit of what it is. And I'll say Mrs. Stacks, you can also see some like flashes of the memories that it's copied. So while y'all are processing that, hey Langley. Hey what? <laughs> There are two intruders in the archives. Oh. What are you gonna do about it? And they just hit someone with a trolley cart, and that's your friend. Oh no, not again. Oi! You lot, when are you going to learn? If you can't follow the rules, then I'm not gonna follow them either. And they just pull the cold steel sword from their from the hilt at their side. I may not look like much, but trust me. You wish you hadn't gotten me angry. Get out of the archives. Stax, it's in Langley's head. Yeah, Langley's eyes are like almost glazed over with the same color as like the Fae, which is basically like greenish yellow color. I'm just like civilians. Stax, I know you like to. I know you 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 like to try to capture these things. This thing needs to be dealt with. We cannot let it leave with these memories or gather more memories from my people or your people. Can you deal with it? And I will try to wake Langley up. These people are talking about you like you're not there. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm just silently cheering. Sword, fight! Sword, fight! Sword, fight! fight. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like... Oh, I'll handle it. And um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go after it. And I will charge forward and kind of clash swords with Langley, and I'm going to try to use magic to reinforce your mind again and try to break you free as we're as I'm trying to keep you from attacking them. At this point, Langley's definitely just like in front of the Fae, being like, "Don't worry, I'll I'll handle this. I'm something of a trained professional." <laughs> I will say, Langley, they are between you and the Fae. So I don't know if you've been able to get around them unless you were like... Well, then then I'm definitely going to try and get past these intruders to save this this innocent person here. So yeah, have at oh. thee. So Langley? <laughs> have at thee. 
roll kick some asses, you actually attempt to kick out Lyric's ass. <laughs> Let's see if the dice like you or me more. Oh no. Uh, they're probably gonna like you more now. Let's see, kick it, kick some ass. That is an eight now. Okay, so you both inflict damage on each other. At I imagine there's a bit of a back and forth before you're able to lock sword, and you both um, have slashed slashed each other across the arm. Alaric, would it be fair to say that you're holding back? I am holding back, which is which is why I think as I run forward and you're trying to get to this, I'm like, Langley, wake up! And then you, as I block your first blow, you kind of parry and then slash and cut me, and I'm like, all right. And then I swing. I'm hoping that it'll wake you up, and it doesn't look like it is, so. Yeah, so you, you've both gotten too firm. Yes, unless Alaric was only trying to... I was going to say, if you were trying to not cause harm, I will allow you to only cause one harm. Is there anything else I can do instead of causing harm? No, it'd just be harm because we're exchanging blows. So yeah, I would just, I would be holding back. It'd only be one to Langley for me. Yeah. And Langley, I don't know if you're holding back. These are threats. Probably not. No. Maybe the first time the intruders had had entered the archive and was like, oh no, I'm not doing that again. Something bad happened. That's the last time that a that a book actually exited this archive. I'm not letting that happen again. They'll know it was my fault. I would say actually Langley probably got me really good because that would put me at unstable because I have four injuries now. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I took one from the book. And then one when I exchanged blows with the fake creature, and then you just dealt me two. So I imagine it was like 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 got you across the stomach. Okay. Ugh. Stacks, hurry up! Before we get to your use of magic, we're gonna pan over to Stacks as you are chasing mm -hmm. this this fake creature. I am chasing it. It's no use letting go. It'll be easier for all of you. Humans. Yeah, I'm just like running, like I'm not talking to it. Don't negotiate with Faye. And <laughs> terrorist. Don't when I have a clear shot where I think I hopefully won't hit any books, I'm gonna try to take a shot at it with my cold iron bullets. So I'm gonna roll kicks ass. Go for it. Do it. Oh, that's eight. Okay. So, you both inflict harm on each other. Yeah, I am running. You know, it's weaving and dodging, and like I said, I line it up, and I do get a shot off, and I do hit it. Like, in its back. Air quotes. Ow! Iron hurts a lot, but you have another memory flash in your head because you had to, it took you a couple tries to convince the sweepers to let you in so you just remember the first time they sent you away and you're starting to have the thought of what if they were right what if I don't have what it takes to be a sweeper and it just cuts to like teen <laughs> teen stacks and she's just, like, very excitedly talking to these people. There's clearly, like, a sweeper van. And she's just like, like, this is it. She found them. And they're like, no, kid. <laughs> Absolutely not. Take one look at you, and I know you don't have what it takes. 
That might have been the moment that made you decide you wanted more than anything to prove that asshole wrong, which probably did feel very good. But you're having trouble remembering that right now. Yeah. Just them getting in that van and driving away. So we pan back as Alaric rolled to use some magic as you attempt to force this thing out of Langley's head. So as, as we're clashing, you cut me. I look down at the wound and I'm like, I can't keep doing this. I do a little fancy move and pin your weapon for a moment. And I reach up with my hand to your eyes. And there's like a flash as I release the energy to try to free you from this. All right. That will be 5 plus 5, 10 plus 2, 12. Ah! 12. Fantastic. Damn. Love it. (laughs) It works perfectly and you get some added benefit. Alright. What could be the added benefit? As you shove this thing out of Langley's head, which I'll say at this point, Langley, there's probably a part of you that's like, no, get out, get out, get out, get out. It's like, no, I don't even understand my own mind. I don't need anybody else to try. (laughs) (laughs) As you push it out and Langley, like, you see this flash and you're standing before a very injured Alaric. Good gun, man. Are you all right? What happened? Look at your weapon. Oh. That's my blood. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, old chap. Can you go help? Can you go help Stax? Give me a minute. I'll, I'll catch up. Are, are you sure you're all right? I'm going to try to heal myself in a minute. Go, go help Stax. Good luck. Your added benefit is... You catch a glimpse of this phase thought. You don't know if it's something that they're currently thinking, based on the gunshot, probably not. Mm-hmm. But there's the thought of... The master's going to be disappointed that I didn't have to find it a big one later. Oh, lovely. As they kind of lean against one of the desks that's nearby, as Langley takes off <laughs> to help. Just kind of slide to the ground. Slowly bleeding out. As I begin to try to mend my own wounds. Yeah, we'll come back to that as Langley I'll say you catch up just a couple seconds after Mrs. Stax landed the shot. So you catch up, you see that she's just shot the thing, but you also see Mrs. Stax appears to be crying. Oh, it wasn't that bad of a shot, you alright? What? No, what? What? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just trying to get in our heads. It's fine. And I'm succeeding. So cute that you see a chance. Oh. At this point, like, you realize you've lost sight of it. But it's still around. Oh, you bugger. I don't think I like you anymore. Didn't like it. I'm not sure. Ugh, I never did. Do you, uh... I, I think we're kind of, like, back-to-back, because we gotta... Watch all our angles. Can your machine find it again? I could give it a go, see if it works. Yeah, roll to investigate a mystery. Aha! That is an 11. Did you change dice? Because they seem to be working good now. No, I I, I just gave them you a chance me to, real well to get it all out. Tra- <laughs> they had a tantrum, it's fine. They, they wanted to tell a story. 
Yeah, they did. Yeah. Cutting Alaric open is part of that story. <laughs> it's gross. Or you have a growth now. I don't know. <laughs> is that what your sword does? Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's just cold iron, but you better hear it right. Heal it well. Yeah, that... You were very hurt, Alaric. True mm-hmm. on the ground. We'll get back to you in a second. Don't die. We're mostly just trying to find it. So, where did it go? So, as you're looking, actually, like, you and Mrs. Stacks, like, back-to-back, circling slightly, you catch a glimpse of it. It was like, it's like it poked its head out from between two shelves. And then poked back in. It looked like it was checking to see who all was there. Mm. So you know it's well which shelves it's between. And this thing is apparently not very fast. I would hope not after all the injuries we've done to it. <laughs> yeah. I'd be scared if it was like still moving like lightning. I'm like, oh god. You, you see the motion and then just barely hear the sound of like it's it's moving away it seems to be circling back to where the original fight took place maybe because there's a doorway there maybe because the person left the door is there yeah what is being concealed here I can answer this one a little differently because your character doesn't know anything about what's going on no not even with this fight also, you've probably picked up that there have been a lot of, like, specifically strange things going on in a very short period of time. You've been asked to, like, look into, like, different, like, very specific topics that you don't get asked to look at very often. There's something powerful that is making moves towards something. And this creature works for it, so whatever information it has is very important to this thing's plan. But you're not sure how important, because it was sent alone. Stacks, it's over there. It's going back. Uh, Hawthorne, gotta catch up to it. I think we should still try and find out what it knows, who it's working for, what it's doing here. If you can, don't kill it. Just, just immobilize it. I kind of cock an eyebrow to you and, like, I, like, flick my, my sweeper pin and it's like, ding. <laughs> I said if you can. That's their whole thing, is do everything possible to contain. That's plan A. To learn something. Also, don't die. I think don't die comes first. Don't die is good for everyone. Okay. I picture, like, this conversation is happening as you're, like, trying to sneak back to Hawthorne. Yeah, just very urgent whispers. Hawthorne, what is going through your head right now? I'm not asking because it's reading your mind. I'm asking because you are currently bleeding out on the ground. Yeah, I, I mean, I need to heal this because I don't know where that thing is, if they've dealt with it, if it's coming back. I know I need to, st- I need to stay alive and be stable so that way the spell doesn't go down. So I'm trying to heal myself uh, using using magic. It's going to be a nine. So, I mean, it works. <laughs> yeah. What do you want the glitch to be? I think it draws immediate unwelcomed attention. 
So I think I heal one, but maybe there's like a, a flash of energy kind of like signaling exactly where I'm slumped down at. Yeah. What does your healing magic look like? It's like a green energy, like, you know, health, healing, like plants. And actually what he does is he reaches into, well, now that his jacket's inside out, he reaches inside and finds the pocket and pulls out some different herbs and plant leaves and he mushes them as he casts and then he pushes that onto the wound and as he smears it the energy just kind of goes out as it closes the the gaping cut on his stomach yeah you're still going to need to go to the hospital but you're not super close to bleeding out like once you're like okay I'm good I'm good you look up and it's right there the facial proportions aren't quite right, and it's just glaring down at you. You feel something under your chin. Yeah, I, I think it's like one of those things where I'm like, oh, I gotta replace these clothes. I look up and I go, damn. Fancy meeting you here like this. <laughs> You're going to let me out, or I will make sure everything in here goes first. It's funny, I don't really care about much other than keeping you in here. You don't have very long. Longer than you got. What are you going to do? I'm going to literally stab with the sword right through where, where its chest would be. I imagine the sword is, as I slumped, it was like right by my side as I'm doing all this stuff, and I just kind of grab it and thrust up at, into it. Roll to kick some ass. Okay. That's... Damn, I don't have... Anything in there, it's nine, but like, I keep hoping to get like the ten so I don't get hurt back. <laughs> but I'm like, Ugh! stab into it with the, with the blade. So you stab and it pulls back and it hisses. And tell me about a time Hawthorne wasn't able to save someone. I would say he's not totally inexperienced. It was more of when he was first getting into this work where he was actually a full-on mage, not just an apprentice anymore. And he was kind of thinking like, I got this, I'm a mage now. And he was chasing down some vampires and they were killing innocent people. And he thought he had it. He, he dealt with several of them and he, the girl that he was protecting and a young man, both of them, they were safe. And he told them that everything was good. He had them safe and he let his guard down. And as he did that, and he was trying to lead them out, there was still one, and it literally tore both of them to shreds. It's one of those things that have stuck with him his whole life, always reminded him to always keep his guard up kind of thing, which is perfect because he had just had his guard down as he was healing. <clears throat> yeah, so you have that moment just replaying over and over in your head as your boot starts to open up again. And you hear the Faye's voice in your head. You won't be enough when the time comes. None of you will. You won't find our big friend either for your boss. Oh, we don't have to deal with him. And this is when Stax and Langley, you come over and you see this creature's leaned over Alaric who still looks terrible but he has his sword through it 
Yeah. And we're like face to face. And tears are like running down my my cheek. Yeah. I think we run up and we hit it together. And Mistax has your aim. <laughs> now I'm just like laughing and it becomes kind of like unhinged a little bit. How's my aim? And I'm gonna shoot it. Go for it. Maybe Alaric too. <laughs> no, 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 I'm shooting high. Yeah, this, this, this creature is kind of tall, so you're able to get an angle unless you fail. Okay. Kick some ass. Miss Stacks, the then real we'll big see. bad. <laughs> you go for a headshot. I would probably just go alongside where the other sword already is in it. Yeah, I got a seven, though. <laughs> can I Can I maybe roll? Well, it won't make a difference because it's only going to put you at an eight, right? Because it only gives you a plus one when you help. Oh. I got an eight. This does do some damage. It's Miss Stacks, your shot. It doesn't hit exactly where you were aiming, but it does hit close, and you hear this roarity. It's a shapeshifter, like, it's moving weirdly. And it has nothing to do with the fact that you're still crying. Yeah, something. its anatomy is different. It's, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, so as Say. as the bullet hits, Alaric just, just screams in your face. You, like hear that sound echoing in your head too as you're starting to snap out of that nightmare. As the shot hits and Langley's about to stab, can I like respond to it like when it said like I won't be able to, I won't be enough? Mm-hmm. I don't have to be enough alone. I have friends. <laughs> Damn. And do you want to see if you can trap this thing? With the help Ooh. of your friends. Yeah, I mean we got it pinned. I could try to unleash Magic to literally trap this this creature. Yeah. Alright. And I'll say Langley, I kind of picture like Alaric's sword is going like straight up and you stab like from the side. Yeah. Make that X. So it's like you have it skewered. X marks the spot. The only intention was <laughs> let's cross swords on the same side this time. <laughs> I'll give you a plus two for that. Oh, oh then that's Ooh, because I rolled a 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 with your plus 2. And I would actually, I think what really would be cool is as you cross the swords, I say, with our blades crossed and the iron in place, I bind you here. I bind you here to take no face. Yeah. <laughs> Could I bind it to the sword? I'll say you have it bound to the swords. At least for now, yeah. you can, like, shift one of them out. But you are also able to get out from underneath it, if you would like. So um, Mrs. Stax can, because Mrs. Stax is a medic. Because I think you're yeah. back to unstable now. Back to unstable, and I just kind of, <laughs> as this thing, as we have it in place, you just kind of seen Alaric slide further down. He's bleeding out on the floor. Okay. Oh, dear. Creature secured. Okay, I got this. And and just like, you don't even know from where. Oh no, I try to go for them and I forget my jacket's inside out. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> I have to like dig backwards. But I have like, I have a, I have first aid stuff always. I have a like emergency wound pads. And as you're working on me, I will tell you when I freed Langley, what I heard in its mind. I'll share that information with you. 
It's looking for Yumi and Enoch. So this was a trap. Another trap. We walked right into. Again. So. How did it know we were here? You ran into it, really. Barreled into it. Also, I'm working on you and I'm very serious, but I do have that thing, like, once you start crying and you can't, like, stop. Like, you can't yeah. really stop. You have never seen me cry. Alaric's the same way. He's got tears running down, too, from whatever whatever yeah. this thing made him go through. Also, I'm pretty sure, Langley, you also had to live some unfortunate memories that you didn't want to think about while that thing was stuck in your head. Just reaching it. We're all, you're crying. I'm crying. We're all crying. Wherever the pockets actually are in this thing to just pull out handkerchiefs. I accept one. So, sorry about that uh, sword thing. You're fine. I'm not mad at you. At least we got this thing bound to, to the blade. He's just glaring at you, very pissed off. And without your uh, your guidance, we wouldn't have found it in time. So thank you, Langley. Oh, it's no trouble at all. Well, maybe a little. Langley, do you have any books on the Tower of Babel? I, that's kind of... <laughs> I'm like, you're working on me. I'm like, so what we're really here for now that this is done... <laughs> And I started giving you the list of information we're looking for <laughs> as you're working on me. Right. I imagine you're not asking after dictionaries. That wasn't our who job. Stole... Let's, this is our actual job. Who stole the gems, coin? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'll say, um, as these things are being listed off, aside from, like, the one about Babel, they've all been checked out recently. Hmm. Well, I got one of them. I got one of the books that broke my nose. Oh, what is that book, by the way? What is it? What, which one is this on? It looks like it's a journal on someone's theories about the fall of the Tower of Babel. Here's one book. They do say if you seek out knowledge, it will uh, sometimes hit you in the face. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's definitely some truth to that. As for <laughs> the others that you asked about, apparently, if memory serves, you're not the only one who's been looking into them. I don't believe they're here right at the moment. Can we find out who checked them out? This cannot be a coincidence. There's no record of who checked them out. There should be, but there isn't. I look over at our, our new Fey prisoner. He's just smiling. You know, I, I can end you. Where you can tell us who has those books. As far as I'm concerned, if a book is checked out with no record of it, it has not been checked out at all. It's been stolen. It wasn't me. Now you seem to know who it was. It doesn't mean we'd believe you if you did. I wouldn't know. I... I think that's a lie. That shard of Big Bad Wolf taking, can I maybe try to use that to intimidate this fae? Can I just roll to manipulate someone? <laughs> I want to. I'm like on this. You see me reach into my pocket and I pull out this like dark... At first you, it looks like a shard, but then you realize it's like a fang. And you all, both of you just instinctively kind of step back from it because... <laughs> Six and a four. 
and its charm, right? Which I think is a zero. <laughs> so, it's a ten. Yeah. All right. How? How did you do that? That was... No, not, not possible. Not possible. Would you like to see what I've learned, what I can do with this to you? You don't have to tell me. I can just, you know, make you feel what you've made us feel. I don't know. As you're working on me, I kind of get up and I walk towards it, even though I shouldn't. And I'm just like aiming it right at this creature. And you could tell it looks afraid. It's like, I don't know. I was sent here to do one thing, and that wasn't it. Who's your master? Can't say. Can't or won't. He just stops talking and, well, you have his face frightened. There's something else that scares it a lot more. I'll just hand you over to the sweepers. They have funny, they have fun ways of making you talk too. I'm not going to waste this on you. I'm going to save this for somebody much worse. You're not worthy. I'll sit back down. I'll say also at this point, uh, one of the archive cats just comes sprinting up to Langley, sits and just starts pawing at your foot. (laughs) Charlie, what is it? Sprints off, pauses, pokes its head back, and is waiting for you to follow. Sorry, if you don't mind, I need to see to a cat about something. Oh, of course, of course. That's fine. You want to go? Back Langley up in case I can stand here and I have this. Bleed on the floor. It's trapped. Yeah, I'll bleed on the floor. I mean, you. I would assume by now you've kind of bandaged me Most up. Most of it. Yeah. Does she need a roll? Do I heal anything back or? Yeah, I was about to say, is there a roll you need to do to use your medic ability? I can just make a cool yeah. roll. Oh, you're cool. You got it's this. Cool. It's cool. Miss Stax is the it's coolest. Cool. Mrs. Stax is the coolest. And it, I am, I do have, I got a 10. So I have plus two, cool. Okay, I'll say, like, you're effectively able to stop the bleeding. Is there, like, bonuses to that, or? 10 plus, the patient is stabilized and healed of two harm, so you're good. Two harm? Woo! Feeling much better. Thank you. I got bandages on my nose and my belly. <laughs> <laughs> Your insides are all now back inside where they should be. Yeah. You're pretty good at this. I know. And I, I, when I get up, I, like, kind of do that thing where I, like, heavily pat your shoulder. And besides, like, fighting <laughs> alongside you and, like, shaking hands, that's probably also, like, I don't <laughs> touch people <Yeah. laughs> either. <laughs> and I'll go, I'll go back up Langley. You and Langley follow this cat. Is is very zoom ahead and then just, like, stop and like look at it. its tail is twitching very impatiently you normally don't see cats this agitated about something hmm. and it takes you back to this part of the archives that very few people have access to basically like the people that are like higher up on the council just because the spells in there are very difficult, very challenging. They don't want just anyone trying. Like, you have to have permission, but like you're, a- you're able to access. But as you approach, you realize that there's something wrong. It looks like 
door trick on on the door. Oh no. That can't be good. Roll to investigate a mystery. Blankly. Well, I got 11 on the dice, so that's a 13. Okay. You get to hold two, and if you want to ask a question that's not on, on the list, you can. What happened here? Imagine, as you're looking, you just, like, carefully push the door open. You've been in here, like, once. They showed you how to get in here, so you've been in here at least once. So you know where all the books that are supposed to be here are. They are all gone. Every single one of them is gone. And you can see, like, they're, they're just a little bit of dust where they should be. So you don't know how long it's been since they got stolen. Or since they disappeared. You don't even know if this was a theft. The wards could have just gone down because there's nothing to protect. Now that's not good. I think this is when you realize that the reason the wizards higher up in the council haven't been able to do certain pretty damn important spells is because they could only do it as long as they had the book with the spell in their possession. And they kept them all in that room. Which was most heavily guarded. So the only way someone could have gotten them out is if they were on the council. Oh my... Miss Dax, I think context clues, you know this is not good. I don't know what was in here. Like, I assume it was books, and I'm, I'm looking around, and I'm like, okay, um, I'm assuming this is not supposed to be empty. No, this is an archive. Yes, please, please tell me these weren't very dangerous and important books. Well, they were spell books. So of course they were wildly dangerous. Perfect. Okay, great. And this room can only be accessed by very few people. Like, well, higher than me. Council, perhaps. Well, I'll say, you can access, they're the only ones able to take books out. I doubt if these were checked out, there's any record of it. But we could try. Yeah, when you say, like, they have to be on the council, all expression drops from my face and I go very pale. Like, yes, let's at least check. Don't hold your breath. Langley, you do have a second question. Mm -hmm. And you can make up a question. Yeah, who is the last person known to access this room? Other than us. You actually find that when you go to check. Like, not many people check, like, the entry logs for that room, because that room isn't entered very often. It would be very strange to go into the room and not report all of the books missing. Yeah. So, question for Alaric, since these are your people. Who is the most power-hungry person on the council? I would probably say it is Edis. Sounds mean. E-D-U-S, Edis. You see, Edith was the last person to enter. She's ambitious. It's maybe one of the people that hate me. 
Yeah. Just a mononym, or do we want a second name? As I would think something along the lines of Octavian, or maybe Grimhelm. I like Octavian, it's slightly less obvious. Octavian. Edis Octavian. That sounds like an evil wizard. <laughs> He's the most evil. Oh no. Would the sweepers, they would know who's on the wizard council, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I see Edis Octavian's name, and I'm like, okay. Langley Jacobs, thank you for your assistance. You are quite possibly embroiled in a very complicated and dangerous situation. I'm not one to tell you what to do, but you, after all this wraps up, you might want to leave town. Who knows what danger you'll run into out of town. Leave town? But this is intriguing. It's intriguing. It's messy. It's very messy. Dangerous. Though you're very skilled. Yes, I should hope so, though I usually try to use my fencing lessons on the same side as my companions. Oh, he's... Hawthorne's not gonna hold it against you. Yeah, you should see our other friend. <laughs> Doesn't mean I won't still feel a bit... a bit bad. It's passed out on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm good now. You, you made me better. I'm stable now. I'm nice and chill. He has a very important job of holding the wall up. Real quick, one thing I do is I... Like, well, if, if you're part of this now, and I give you my sweepers card, which is like, it looks like a business card for a cleaning service. That's my sweepers card. But then I give you a white blank American Psycho like style <laughs> card that has my actual, my burner phone number on it. Memorize that and uh, destroy it, please. Ah, yes, of course. Would you like me to do that now? We are still in an archive. I don't really like fire involved. Though there are no books in here, I suppose it shouldn't be too much of a worry. Here, you can do it on your own time. Cheers. So we pass into the epilogue. There is quite the commotion caused by the discovery that these books are gone, though the information is kept on a very strictly neat no basis because they don't want to cause a massive panic. But the Wizard Council has been pretty badly crippled. They have been limited in what they can do. Once they are certain that the creature doesn't know where the books are, they do hand it over to the sweepers who will try and get information from it. Alaric, you, I'm assuming them, you learned the name of the person who checked those books out. You're probably like vaguely aware of those books. Like you've heard that there's like something like that exists. Mm -hmm. It's terrifying that they're all gone. What do we know about Edith? Is he disappeared as well? Or is he claiming to not know anything about it? Edith is on a bit of a sabbatical. I'm going to track that dude down. Yeah, I'm assuming um, at some point you do warn Enoch that something is at, that, that something was after him. Yeah. If Miss Stax doesn't, I will. I think we have a group chat at this point. Yeah. yeah. Enoch, watch your back. People are trying to get our memories. Langley, what do you do after these two weird people leave? What does Langley go on to do after all of that? 
Oh. I will say, you do have the topics they were researching. I feel like I would certainly keep my eye out for any of those books to come back, I, even if I don't think they will. I keep looking for the information that I'm in search of, which I kind of know that now they're forgetting things because it's gone. And probably watch all of the news and papers, Not maybe not go full string map on the wall deal, but certainly think, well, if they think I was helpful, then I certainly want to keep being helpful. I, I, if I get anything important, I will send them a text. Kids text these days, right? I say as if we aren't all basically around the same age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I will say this also. Alaric would have given you his, his information as well, his card and his information. Oh, Langley would absolutely have, have business cards. Just swap cards. Like, okay, here's, here's just an exchange. I feel so adult. Like, uh, mm, uh, this, this is my last one. You can share. The subtle outlining. <laughs> the beautiful font. Oh, yes. It's a, it's a nice, soft, textured paper with embossed gold edging. Classy, but flashy. And, Mrs. X, what do you do? Because... I think you're, like, pretty convinced that whoever sent you on this is aware, but you don't know if... Just roll plus sharp, or roll to investigate a mystery. I got an 11 on sharp. I am definitely wary, because I think if this has happened to the Archives, and possibly the Wizard Council is implicated, the Sweepers could definitely something could be wrong someone could be involved in this and i like can't let anyone know that i think that at all what was it going to do like was this just a trap to like kill us or was there something specific that only we could get what was the goal here Whoever was behind sending you specifically to get this information, because they had other people they could have sent, is aware of your connection, and I don't think you were supposed to die. I think that creature was supposed to get your memories, and you were supposed to be none the wiser. Apparently, whoever was working with the Fae was not specific enough in their wording. Great, and I also want to know... Yes, what is being concealed here? Who was really responsible for you being picked? Yes. I'm just gonna go ahead and say, your handler, your supervisor, you've worked with them for a while, you know them pretty well, almost 100% sure it wasn't them, mm-hmm. but there could have been someone above them that requested they send you. And as you think about it, you remember that there's one person higher up in the sweepers that had a connection with Edith. Thaddeus Grimhollow. He's one of the upper level, if not the leader of the sweepers. And I think we're gonna end with that realization. And this has been Memorial Fay. 
You have been listening to Pseudonym Solo Adventures Holiday Brigade, a holiday-themed Monster of the Week adventure featuring special guest Emily as Langley Jacobs, Morgan from Mind Flayed Mondays, and Jess from Ballad of the Seven Dice. I have been your DM and producer, and if you enjoy this, feel free to check out our other shows over at Pseudonym Social. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and follow us on Twitter at pseudonymsocial. Stay tuned next time to see what happens to the Holiday Brigade. <laughs>